The following program may, and likely does, contain mature content unsuitable for younger listeners, up to and including conversations of a sexual nature. Simon and Chris are kinky dudes. So if you're then less than legal age, shield your ears, child. Or don't. I'm not your dad. Chris. Yes. The prince is dead. Long live the prince. Is wait, is that how it works? No, she's that's how it works. Hello. Hello! And welcome to Teabags and Joysticks, the kinky video game podcast. Hello, I'm Chris. I'm Sai. How are we, Chris? Yeah, I'm alright. Doing fine. Uh, yeah, well, kind of recording a day later than we usually do. We normally record on a Friday. Let's be honest, we're like, recording a week later than we intended. Well, that is also <laughs> true. Um, yeah, we got into the habit of recording on Fridays, but, you know, it wasn't actually a set-in-stone thing. But hey, Yeah, it, it's... I don't. I don't know. Like, I like recording on a Friday because it's like it's the end of the week and it signifies it. But it's just like, I just wasn't ready for it yesterday. Mm. That's fine. That's fine. Saturday is just as good. So, what's the topic today, Chris? Because to- today's a little bit of a strange one. Yes, the topic today is uh, is the 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 list. Um, we've got a game to play today. Yeah, it's. <laughs> I'm going to ask. Have you list. made the list? I have made the list. <laughs> uh, wait. If you're not on the list, you're not coming in. I'm not a bouncer. <laughs> Depends if I push you hard enough. <laughs> <laughs> no, but today we're playing a game called Horn, Porn, and Scorn. Horn, Porn, and Scorn. Okie doke. <laughs> we shall. Uh, See what that is when we get there. However, we do have an order of things. Mm-hmm. And the order of things this week... What's the tea, Chris? The, the, the tea this week is uh, green. That That's... Yeah? Is that... Does that answer the question? Um, I, I have got tea. I'll get a coffee instead. I don't know where you're going with this. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm just going with the, the, you know, thing. I don't know what my tea is. (laughs) You don't. Okay, so you don't have tea this week. (laughs) So when you said you had tea this week, you lied. Uh, I I've had tea this week. Yes, but do you have tea this week? <laughs> Good grief. Good... Like, really? Yeah. Are we really? Really? <laughs> We're a professional outfit, gentlemen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course we are. <laughs> well, I would just think otherwise. Um, <clears throat> yeah, just been really lazy this week. Like... Mm. Uh... There's nothing wrong with that. I mean, I think the thing is, like, in lockdown in particular... I know we're kind of coming to the end of lockdown because things start to reopen this week, but yeah. like, I think there's definitely this sense now that we are reaching that point where we've done all the home projects we're going to do. We've done all the self-learning and self-improvement, and I'm going to be a better person, and I can't keep doing that because it hurts. Um, it's <laughs> just so much of that you, you can you can manage, you know, without yeah, it's like. I mean, I know I'm definitely carrying an injury right now from trying to do that kind of thing. Um, I think yeah. quite a few people who've like been doing, oh, I'm going to do the gym, this, that, and the other, have got into it and realised the body's not quite as sprightly as they thought it was. Oh yeah, like lockdown does um, the thing to you. Everybody's got kind of a lockdown body right now. Yeah, I think we've just reached that point in lockdown where it's just like that. That literally is the tease. It's like we're, we're, we've hit that point, the guys. We're just too lazy. It's just let's just wait until we can go out again. Yeah, the tea is like I just kind of stop caring. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I I do get it. Um, it, it's just you know, 
it's it's been a year of this ish and just yeah we're still here okay yeah <laughs> nature tried its best but we're still here <laughs> that, that, that's one way of putting it yeah I will say I am looking forward to events restarting now I oh, yeah, definitely yeah like, I know we've dropped in on a couple of kinksters chats recently mm-hmm. uh and it's been really nice to, to like, and there's just Zoom calls where like just fellow kinksters like all chatting and everything, and it's just like yeah. it's been really nice to have yeah. that connection again. Kind of Zoom calls without using the Zoom, but yeah, yeah, because <laughs> let's not go there. Yeah, yeah, um, that's fine. <laughs> don't blame you. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't fancy the uh, the argument with them. Um, but, uh, no, I, I, it's been nice to actually do that again, and I would say as well, like, anyone who is definitely missing that connection with other Kingsters, which I know quite a few of us are right now, Oh yeah, have a look around, because a few people are doing a regular host, I know, so, the, like, the one we've been kicking, kicking into is with, uh, Kinky Boys, and that's just been a really nice yeah. way of reconnecting. Yeah. Like, I know it's not the same. I know, but uh, like nothing yeah. is the same under lockdown, really. So yeah, and I mean, I always think I always think, and I was the same way before we we started joining them again. Like, kind of fatigued of Zoom calls and Skype meetings and Teams and everything else. But because I'd kind of stopped doing it, and I didn't do it basically at all through this last lockdown. Getting back on the chat with a few kinksters was actually really, really nice and really uplifting. Yeah. So I would encourage people to do it. So, if you don't have tea, then I am going to... Well, I suppose you do have tea. Your tea is basically... Lockdown fatigue is a thing. Yes. <laughs> um, I do have tea this week. Oh, Lord, do I have tea this week. Oh, because God. I've been all over the houses with it. What now? Um, <laughs> I mean, I know we kind of joked about it in the cold intro, but I think, like, this isn't my tea, but I think we would be kind of a little bit amiss as two British guys talking on the day that we are talking, mm. not to mention, properly, His Royal Highness the Duke of Edinburgh has died. Uh... Condolences to the family. Um, people have been very quick to jump on this bandwagon and go, "Oh, well, he did this and he did that and he did the other." It's like this isn't an old man that guy that died. The yeah. family are grieving and the nation is grieving. Let people grieve, you know. Because some things I've seen people saying are just really, really. This is a ninety-nine-year-old man. <laughs> yeah. Of course he wasn't always politically correct. Like, yeah. I'm not saying I agree with anything he said, because I absolutely don't, but are you honestly telling me that your relatives of the same age haven't made similar gaffes? <laughs> you know? It's like, everybody has done that at some point, so if such a public figure is... Yeah, I will... Here's the thing, I'll admit he did it more than most. Yeah, and there are times that, you know, yeah, he probably should have known better. But he was an old man. He's passed away. Let him rest in peace. Yeah. Just, yeah. And I said the same thing when Margaret Thatcher died. Like, don't, you, you don't, don't have to, to like the person, yeah. but you don't need to be nasty. Okay. So what is your actual tea? So, <laughs> my actual tea this week... Um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that was that was an entire thing, wasn't it? Um, so my actual thing this week is actually... I want to highlight something I saw in the news. The, of all the things that I'm going to pick, like, I'm going to pick this one because I think we need some good news at the moment. Um, which is that I am seeing reports in some health-related news. And I will preface this by saying I am not a chemist. I don't... Like, my area is, is like, technology and data. I don't, I don't understand science. It's not my thing. Um, but a article that I, I'm seeing, and I've seen this in a few places now, 
A new HIV vaccine based on the Moderna COVID-19 inoculation has shown a 97% antibody response rate in phase one clinical trials for, like, for, for uh, HIV prevention. Which is, wow, you know? That is, yeah, I'm, that is um, a good um, omen. Yeah, I mean, so let's let's couch this in reality and say that this is not the first time we've had a phase one clinical trial that has shown promise. Sure. However, I believe this is the first time that mRNA has been used in this way. And one of the big things when we realized that the mRNA vaccines were now proven, partly thanks to COVID is that this was going to be a potential upside. Yeah. Now, I'm no immunologist, but, you know, I read around and I'd seen this get mentioned so many times as being a potential benefit of that technology. If that is the case and this thing is successful, that is such a game changer. Mm-hmm. That completely will redefine the landscape of sexual health. Oh, yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know if you remember this, but like, I'm old enough to remember things like the Tombstone advert and the shadow that was cast from, frankly, appalling public messaging from the HIV crisis that, that lasted into, mm-hmm. well, honestly, the fear of it still lasted into, well, now yeah. you still see people with it now, but like... Yeah. The mind-boggling thing is how far things have come since then as well. And now this is potentially on the horizon. Like, wow. Like, hats off to the scientists um... involved, you know? Oh, totally. But I I think that's some good news. In a way, it's taken very long. But then, you know, the technology wasn't there. It just wasn't there. Exactly. And I think this is... This is very definitely something that has come about partly because of COVID, because we've been in a position that... We're being forced to do something, yeah. You know, we've had to use these new technologies, we've had to emergency use these new technologies, but they've proven themselves, so... But yeah, I figured that's a little bit of good news that we should share. Nice. So, with the tea drank, Mm -hmm. and uh, thoroughly put away... What's on your joystick, Chris? Okay, on my joystick this week, I want to mention a game called Sentinels of Freedom. Sentinels of Freedom? That sounds like a Captain America, like, subtitle. Oh, yeah, it sounds like it, doesn't it? Uh, Because it is... Like, Captain America, Sentinels of Freedom. Okay, so (laughs) this is a turn-based strategy game. uh, Okay. With characters based on the Sentinels of the Multiverse card game. Sentinels of the... I know the name. You know the I've name never played because the game. I keep mentioning it. You've never mentioned it on the podcast. I have never mentioned it on the podcast, <laughs> but it is yeah, my one of my favourite tabletop games like, okay. of all time. Uh, yeah, so the same kind of the same developer if you like I've made some mm-hmm. spin-offs um they've made a tactics game they've made an RPG they are re-releasing the card game itself um got kind of just So wait is a, this a physical as game a remake, or is it a video game is Sentinels of Freedom is a video game that is okay. based on this those characters in Sentinels of Multiverse oh, okay. that that universe um it's basically a kind of it's kind of a low budget version of XCOM. Okay. Uh, it's turn based strategy. You got to go into go into cover, and then you know you got a certain number of action points per round, and then the enemy enemy move that kind of thing. Um, I've. Is it an indie game? It is quite an indie game. Yeah. Okay. Um, you are also making your own superhero. So right. it, to kind of play in 
addition, like as, as part of a team of the existing uh, Freedom right. Freedom okay. Five team. Um, it's kind of basic, let's put it that way. The game is very okay. basic. <laughs> One thing I do find funny in a bad way is that the game on my Xbox dashboard shows up as app title in language instead of Sentinels oh. of Freedom. <laughs> oh, okay. So they haven't actually done the naming spots right. <laughs> yeah. But here's the thing, though. If it's an indie developer, like things like that are just... It's one of those things because, you you know, if it, especially if it's a fairly new indie developer as well, like that kind of thing is just, it's par for the course. Mm-hmm. Now, I've seen far bigger mistakes made by an indie developer, no, that's let's fair. be honest. That's fair. The game is playable. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, that's fair. It surprises me that they have done that for the English version, like, because in most game developments, that English is the one you do. You you I mean, don't yeah you you don't like mistranslate the English version unless you're, you're a Japanese developer. But <laughs> and this is the thing like this is what I was going to say. I think there is a big assumption by people that oh well you know the English version should always be perfect. Oh no, it's English no, oh, no no like the developers working in whatever language the de- developer knows. A lot of coding languages are based in English, yes, but just because you can code in English doesn't mean that you, that you're going to get the translations right, because coding syntax is a language in itself, yeah. basically. Yeah, of course. Um, and that, and that's know, the, like, what they refer to as well, like coding languages. <laughs> like they're yeah. literally called languages. I mean, so I, I do coding, and coding... I, I could show you coding... With a full dictionary, and you, yeah. it would just make no sense. Yeah. So you know, these these are one of those things that happens. No, that's, like, that's fine. But yeah, that's... I mean, the other thing is like, if you want to talk about gaffes like that, go back to like the old Game Boy games and mm-hmm. SNES games and things, mm-hmm. and you have them all over the place. True, and. Back then, there was no way to kind of fix the problems. Yeah. And sometimes they were deliberate. Sometimes they were actually deliberate. Mm-hmm. And even to this day, they are still deliberate. Like, not not to sort of move away from your game, but sort of... It always interests me when you see games that have been translated. Yeah. Such as the Pokemon games. Sure. Or... Like various similar franchises, I think Final Fantasy is one for it. Uh, I want to say that I think I think Mario is sometimes one for it as well. Actually, like it seems quite common with the Nintendo games, mm. but a lot of the Nintendo games are written in Japanese first, so that kind of makes sense. Um, when they do get translated, you can tell that the translator had a little bit of creative freedom with the way they translated certain okay. things. Because there are definitely some jokes that get through that maybe wouldn't in the original language. (laughs) And the one that immediately comes to mind for me at this second is... Do you remember Pokemon Let's Go? Yeah. You got two great balls. Because every time you win a battle, you 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 have a chance of getting some balls. Like if if you got like the number of great balls that you got two of was a little bit. I'm sure that was deliberate. (laughs) Let's put it that way. Like it it occurs far too often for that to be (laughs) just a general. Like there was no better way you could phrase that. Yeah, fair enough. So, would you recommend, like, what was the name of it again? Because you mentioned, like, three or four different game names yes, simultaneously. Yes, yeah. this one is called Sentinels of Freedom. Sentinels of Freedom. Would you recommend it? Uh, to people who are not already invested in the universe, no. Oh, okay. So, it's not a good place to jump in. Oh, you can jump in like that. There, There is a story, but I don't know how engaging it is if you don't already kind okay. of know the characters. You see, I'm kind of intrigued because, like, XCOM was interesting to me. And I really liked the movement set. Hmm. 
etc. But I never really got into it because I didn't like the inter- interstitial stuff where like you've got the base management side of things. Yeah. Yeah. And this is because I'm someone who comes from a background of playing things like Command and Conquer, etc., where, yes, you're getting these upgrades, and sometimes you're doing these upgrades in the field, but every level, etc., there's a sense of progression, whether it's story or technological. And so you, like, unlock... Diff- so, for example, like, in Command and Conquer Red Alert, like, you would do, like, three missions that were heavily story, yeah. and then you'd get a mission or two where it's just, like, You've got the story, but they all the story's also worked around as a way to have an excuse to introduce this big badass tank. You know? Mm. And so the XCOM thing never really grabbed me because there was a little bit too much micromanagement in the interstitial. Uh, yeah. So how does this game like respond with that? Is it do you have as much of the interstitial stuff? No. Or is it more um, progression is a natural part of the story? As far as I can tell is just a linear story as okay. far as I can tell um, yeah I would I, see that intrigues yeah, me I would also say the character creation is actually quite fun okay uh, and this is on Xbox it is on Xbox on Playstation 4 and on Steam okay so it's like a I wouldn't say it's a last gen title but I guess like we're kind of in this weird like no man's land between generations yeah. now because <laughs> Very few people can get their hands on the new Xbox etc. because of the chip shortage. Um, okay, I might have to give that a try. Okay, is it Game Pass? Is it's it? It's not on Game Pass. Is no. It? no, it's not on Game Pass. Okay, okay, I might have to uh, borrow your account and give that a try. Okay, yeah. Um. Okay. Fair yeah. enough. So enough about me. What's on your joystick? Um. Oh. Man, this week's been weird for me for gaming. I haven't actually had a chance to play that much. So you will know this because you've seen me behind the scenes, but mm. sort of, I've been doing job interviews and all sorts over the last week or so. I have not had very much time for gaming. So when I have had time, it's been a lot of Sea of Thieves again. Yeah. Because that's kind of the game of the moment for me and a few friends. Nice. And then you joined us I, on it the other night as well. Last night, indeed, yeah. I got a bit seasick. <laughs> yeah, it's it's one of those games. Like, yes, you got seasick, but I think you would agree with me that you have to hand it to the developers. The simulation that they have managed to pull off is I know really quite something. I know. Like, I, I don't but know I would... if you remember last night at at, some, at one point I was doing, <laughs> and then you yeah. yeah but I thought I thought that. you just had no. the grog on the game. No. Um, the one game I would like to highlight though that I got a bit of time to play I think it was like two or three weeks ago but I didn't actually highlight it on the podcast because we've mentioned something else Mm -hmm. is a game called Tourist The Tourist I believe it's called Tourist. so it's kind of voxel-ish art style little sort of puzzle adventure game that you you start the game and the start of the game like there's no setup there's no nothing it literally is just you're on a speedboat that pulls up at an island go and have fun and it literally just dumps you on this island resort okay and as you run around like the maps aren't the biggest in the world but as you run around you learn what the environment does because it feels just like a sandbox type thing when you start mm. And as you talk to people, you you find out there's this mystery, so you start doing this mystery, and like you get through these stages of these quests. There is a story if you look for it and pay attention. Okay, fair enough. And it's one of those things where the story is told through the... I guess like through the puzzles and through the mechanics. It's not given to you as such. In terms of like there's lines of text or vocal narrative, etc. But if you if you if you're paying attention to what you're doing, you pick up the story. Oh, um, but, yeah, that's fair. Yeah, but it's a really enjoyable little puzzler, hmm. and it's just really chilled out. And it was kind of the game that I was using, kind of at the end of the night. I'd jump on and play about twenty minutes just to kind of chill down after having a fairly sort of rambunctious game before it. 
Um, and yeah, I would highly recommend it. It's hard to describe. It's it's definitely a puzzler. It, it's a little bit of platforming. It's a little bit of observation uh, management type thing. Mm. It's it's enjoyable, and each little environment. I think there's something like nine or ten different islands that I've been to, um, and each one's very got very much got a distinct theme. Very much got its own little quirks and things that you can do. Yeah. Um, it, it's it's a nice little jump in, play a couple of hours. It's a fairly short game. I will say that. But it's it's one that's worth having a look at, and I think it's a little indie developer. It's I think it's part of the Microsoft indie uh, thing. It's on Game Pass. I would say it's worth okay. having a look at. Cool, nice, nice. There's a game that I would like to play with you at one point as well. Okay, one thing that stands out to me with that game as well is it's Series X enhanced, mm-hmm. and I think it's um, I think. Some of the enhancements will work with the One X, but because of the Series X being able to do ray tracing, it does actually seem to utilize it. Okay. So there's a couple of puzzles where you're in like a darker room and you've got to move the lights, etc. And it's an in, even though it's a very basic use of ray tracing and, and what have you, it's definitely interesting to see it used in that application. Right. Because you get. And. I will fully admit I could well be talking out of my derriere because it may not be ray tracing, but it seems to feel <laughs> like ray tracing, if that makes sense. Um, it, if it is ray tracing, it's an interesting look at the way that it can be used, even in a simple context. Okay. Yeah. I. Sorry. I don't, I, I, yeah, I don't know enough about, you know, this these ray tracing technology. I, I don't pay enough attention to it. Uh, it's like, yeah, it looks good. <laughs> I don't think the only game I think that we've got out at the moment that's got ray tracing is, that's exclusive and that I'm aware of having any sort of footprint is Medium, hmm. and I haven't played that game yet. I, I've seen some gameplay of it, but I haven't actually played it yet. Okay, because it's one of those kind of jump scary, ah, uh, gotcha, horror type yep. game. It's not horror as such but it's it's got that feel to it mm. and I play late at night and I don't necessarily want to jump on that just before I go to bed <laughs> <laughs> so at the moment I'm still waiting for like the killer app that shows off what ray tracing will be because okay. I, it's one of those things like pandemic and everything has knocked everything yeah, yeah. backwards totally. by at least six months yeah. but Any- with the joysticks covered, shall we move on? Shall we move on to the uh, to, to another joystick? The game of the day, as it were. <laughs> <laughs> so, the concept of the game is based on a game that people may be familiar with because it's a fairly popular party game. However, it turns out that the uh, party game is trademarked. <laughs> How can I don't a know if you know this. Be because it, somebody turned it into a board game and trademarked the name in the process. <laughs> it should be I know. I know. Now. I'm aware. However, I really don't fancy getting the wrath of a company with, you know, a lot more money to pay lawyers than we do. So, we will be playing. Porn. Horn. What's going on? Okay. So you will be given three options, and you have to decide whether you would happily be involved in a porno involving this scenario. Yeah. Whether you would maybe try it just as a one-off thing, but you wouldn't do it regularly. You would have to be horny enough. Okay. Or whether it's something that absolutely isn't for you, and so you scorn it. Right. So, and let, let's be clear before we start, we're not actually looking to yuck anybody's yum here. It's literally a case of you're going to be given three options and you have to choose the two that you find more favourable, essentially. Yeah, it's kind of like the party game. Yeah. Know. I think people uh, will know close enough what party game we're talking about. Can we say, like, have sex, um, 
A civil partnership or murder? Probably yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's go with that. Yeah. <laughs> so, who is going to go first, or should we flip a coin? Uh, sure, I've got a lot of dice in front of me. <laughs> I mean, or you can hey, flip a coin. Oh, you can do that. What's the fun in that? Flip a coin. Heads. It landed on tails. You first, then. Okie doke. So, just for the sake of people at home, we have set up a list with a few suggestions from some of the listeners as well. Uh, we have a list of characters, and we have a list of fetish play or scenarios. It's a bit of a mix of both. And we will draw at random one from each list three times per round. Yep. Uh, so, yes. do you want to start drawing? All RNG. Yes. Okay. So, okay. So, the first one is Hogtie Bondage with Snake. Okay. Uh... As play, increasing size until safe worded with Link. Ooh, okay. And, okay, fisting with Brock from Pokemon. Oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> that's a that's quite a selection. So, Hogtie Bondage with Snake. Yep. Increasing as play with Link or fisting by Brock. Hmm. Okay, Snake's going to be good at the Hogtie. Yeah, okay, I could, yeah, yeah. I won't disagree with that. Because his entire thing is like espionage and kidnap and all that kind of thing. He's going to be good at the Hogtie. Link worries me. <laughs> Let, let's realise that this is a man who is the probably one of the slightest video game characters that are out there. And yet can somehow simultaneously carry on him the shield, the master sword, two different bombs of various sizes. Where the hell does he keep them? Plus whatever, like the glider and everything else. Like where is he storing these things? Oh, that's fair. Because there's only so many pockets in that tunic. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be a lot. Yeah. So I'm I'm guessing he can go quite extreme, Mm. which, you know, might be too far for me. You've got a safe at word. At least with Brock. At least with Brock. I know I've got the safe word with Link, <laughs> but they're gonna want to go further. They're gonna they're gonna try and encourage me to push my limits. Yes. At yeah. least with Brock, there's a limit to how big the hands can be. Okay. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna do pawn with snake. Okay. I'm going to do fisting with Brock if I was horny enough. And I'm gonna to have to score on Link with the ass play because I, I don't trust him. Like he, he's keeping those those huge bombs and things somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> and like my thing is, my thing is not necessarily that I think he would go beyond my safe word. My thing, my thing is more. I think he would start with something that I am just not prepared for. <laughs> yeah, you never, so, you never know what to expect with Link. Exactly. <laughs> so for you, we have. Wrong button. <laughs> okay, so we have device-based CBT with Mario. So things like ball crushers, pegs, etc. Where you are the receiver. We have a bondage table with Tom Nook. Oh my god. And we have Bareback with McCree from Overwatch. Bareback? Mm-hmm. I mean, hmm. Like normally, I wouldn't say no to any of these plays. So, <laughs> but you've the, got to bear you've got to bear in mind the, who they're with. Yeah, it's the the people that are concerning me. <laughs> <laughs> like CB two with Mario. Mario is kind of too good with kind of just squishing things. <laughs> you know. Yep. <laughs> Like all those poor gumbers. 
yeah. which are already phallic shaped. I will point out again because we've had that discussion. <laughs> like Tom Nook, do I trust Tom Nook to tie me down? Bruh. I mean, he'll tie you down, but he'll demand a certain amount of bells to let exactly. you out. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I would, I would do bareback with McCree any day. Happy to do that. I mean, to be fair, have you seen some of the outfits and what, and what have you? I remember when his um, summer outfit was done for the game, and everyone was going mad over Daddy McCree. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I, I yeah I can absolutely agree with that one. <laughs> yeah, I, I happily do that. Uh, between Tom Nook and Mario, who do you trust more? <laughs> I know, right? Uh, <laughs> like living on living on. Um, Animal Crossing Island isn't really that bad, so yeah, I would go with Tom Nook for when, if I'm horny, but then it'll take me probably about five years to working on that island to repaint <laughs> the, the bells. <laughs> but I will not stew like, super. He, he will put you in bondage, but it's going to become a fintub situation to yeah. game off each time. <laughs> yeah, and in that dungeon I have got on my island, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So, but, yeah, I will not stay so CBT with. So that's Mario. what porn with McCready. Porn with McCree, horn uh with Tom Nook, and I'm just gonna completely scorn CBT with Mario. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> so do you want to roll my next round? I will. You have got Smordic humiliation with Tony Stark in the Iron Man suit. Ooh, okay. Uh, so wait, am I giving that to him or is he giving that to me? Because either way, that's an interesting scenario. Uh, you decide. I don't know. <laughs> no, the entire point is you decide. <laughs> okay. Is it me who decide? Uh, uh, no, I think Tony Tony Stark is going to be humiliating you. Okay. 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 Uh, the second one you have got is oral sex, gagging, throat fucking received from Spider Man. Ooh, okay. So I'm getting skull fucked by Spider Man. Hmm. This is already an interesting scenario. <laughs> and the last one is tickling with Sonic the Hedgehog. Okay, so straight up, I can tell you that I'm going to scorn the tickling with Sonic the Hedgehog <laughs> because I hate being tickled. Like, I absolutely hate being tickled. Mm-hmm. So that means I'm either receiving small penis humiliation from Tony Stark, which is rather a feat, let's say, as well, or I'm getting skull-fucked by Spider-Man. But wait, Stark's in the suit, isn't he? Yes. So wait, does that mean that he's just using the nanobots to make a size of anything that he wants? Because <laughs> I already thought that... Because like, like, I'm not usually on that side of the SPH. So, okay, that makes that easier then. If he's going to be just essentially using the suit to make one of any size, then he's essentially just fucking me with a dildo. And making fun of me with a dildo. So... Yeah. Go on. What's, what, which see. which Iron Man suit are you talking about, though? Well, I'm assuming it's the MCU version of the extremist armor that's the nanobot thing that just remakes itself. Okay. That's the assumption I'm working with. Yeah. So if that's the case, that makes this fairly easy. Because I would do... Wait, which version of Spider-Man is it? Oh. Uh... Is it a movie version? Is it a comic version? And if so, is it Peter? Is it Miles? Is it... You know, there are many permutations of Spider-Man. Which version is it? Yeah, fair enough. I would say, when you say Spider-Man, I think it's Peter Parker. Which version of Peter Parker? Yeah, movie or comic book. Because I know Uh, what my preference would be. Okay. Because you know I'm all over that Tom Holland dick. I I know you are. (laughs) I know you are. Actually, shall we go with um, Into the Multiverse Peter Parker? Which version? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> okay, the first one. The, the one the who dies one. right at the top. Oh, okay. No, yeah, you know, yeah, I'm still happy with my choice. I would do the <laughs> porn with, with Spider-Man. I would do the small penis humiliation with Iron Man as a one-off. And I would scorn tickling with Sonic. That's fair. 
because I no, I'm sorry, you're not like tickle torture to me is it's not it's not enjoyable like that's punishment to me and I'm uh, no, I'm not here for that. No, nope, I'm good. <laughs> like as as much of a like punishment pig as I can be when I'm in that mood, that's not the kind for me. Yeah. <laughs> Fair uh, enough. Yeah. I I will do that in the right situation. Not to me, you won't. <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> okay, so your next one is Hogtie Bondage by Gordon Freeman, Ball Busting from Crash Bandicoot, or a double penetration scene involving Spider Man and Marcus Phoenix from Gears of War. Oh my god. <laughs> right. Um, hot tie bondage with Gordon Freeman. He doesn't strike me as the type to do. Yeah, he just doesn't mm. strike me as the type. He strikes no, he me as quite vanilla. Yeah, am I being tied up or? Yes. Okay. I'll give it a like a fifty-fifty. Yeah, I don't know how good a job Hughie's going to do. <laughs> Let's put it that way. Ball busting with crash, crash, crash bandicoot. That <laughs> that sounds hardcore. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Is it going to be too hardcore for me? Probably yes. <laughs> <laughs> like I mean, just think how fast he, he can runs. spin. Yeah. Yeah. Oh god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but the, but then you you've got the entire thing of uh, yeah, stuff me dirty. <laughs> like, it's like that's literally your third option. Your your third option is just <laughs> yeah, stuff me dirty. Because that's like you've got Marcus Phoenix and Spider Man. And Spider Man. Like, okay, which one are we talking about this time? Mm, the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. Okay. No, wait, no, the Andrew Garfield Spider-Man, because he's okay. hung. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's a really difficult one to choose. Well, I mean, the other thing you've got to remember is with that with that last one is Spider-Man basically comes with bondage built in. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you, you put in Marcus Phoenix. Like, okay, I'm not not opposed to that. Uh, Do you think you can take them both at once? Because we know Andrew Garfield is hung, that Spider-Man is hung. I could give that a good try. And Marcus Phoenix, and well, to be fair, we did say, back when we were talking about what kinks and things they would be into, uh, yeah. we did say Marcus Phoenix was probably into small cut humiliation because of all the steroids. Yeah. So you might have a slightly easier time than we're first thinking there. Yeah. I think I'm going to scorn ball-busting. Of Crash Bandicoot. Is, I don't blame I, you. I think that's too much. Uh, <laughs> I'll do a hot eye with Gordon if I'm horny. Uh, okay. I, I just don't think he's going to be up to the job. No, I can't uh, see I, it either. I will do porn with double penetration, Spider Man and Marcus Phoenix. Okay. Fair enough. So we've okay. got time for a couple more. Yeah. All right. So Gallup. Bukake with a Halo Grunt. Wait, am I receiving it from the Halo Grunt or am I giving it? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> I think it sounds good if you're giving it to a Halo Grunt. Yeah, I'll go with that. I mean you have different definitions of good. I've seen the teeth those things are meant to have. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Bareback with Handsome Jack from Borderlands. Oh god, okay. <laughs> or some cuck holding where the ball is Agent 47. Who's the cook in that scenario? Me or somebody else? Uh, you are. <laughs> Who am I being cooked with? Agent 47 and... Roll it again, and... let's see who I'm getting cooked with. Okay. Why have we got Spider-Man again? Re-roll that, we've had Spider-Man too many times. Mario. <laughs> Oh, God. So, wait, in this scenario, is Mario the hot wife? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a weird-ass fucking set of choices. <laughs> so, I have the option of 
doing a bukkake scene where I'm one of the participants giving it to a grunt. A creature yep. with these... They basically have razor teeth. <laughs> they have essentially a full circle of razor teeth. I have Bearback with... Who was it? Uh, it was Hazem Jack. Oh god, Bearback with the worst person in the universe who is an <laughs> utter fucking prick. And I will never forgive him for killing my bird. Spoilers, but at this point it's been ten years. Or... I'm getting cooked by an assassin who is apparently fucking Mario. Yeah. <laughs> Which worries me because am I free to watch and move around or am I tied to a chair? Because I don't think that ends well given Agent 47's record. You can move around, but you, you This you is not leave a good set of choices. <laughs> Oh god, I really don't really because so my instinct is to dismiss the grunt. Okay. But then that leaves me having to have sex with handsome Jack. And I But then that might be the better option compared to Hitman and Mario. Because I don't know what Hitman's gonna do after the fact. This is really bad. This is really, really bad. Blame the RNG. Okay, so the horn I'm going to give to the Bukaki with the grunt. Okay. Because I don't necessarily have to be one of the guys that gets sucked. I can just jerk off. Yeah. And stand at a safe distance. <laughs> That's an image I don't want in my head. Um, see, I almost want to scorn Jack by instinct, but then I realise that I'm having sex with Agent Forty Seven. No, you're not having sex with Agent Forty. Well, no, I'm not having sex. I'm watching Agent Forty Seven do Mario, and then God uh-huh. knows what the hell happens after that. Because if Agent Forty Seven's around, nobody is safe. But then the flip side of that would be I then have to score an Agent 47, and that doesn't end well for me. <laughs> I have no winning scenario here. <laughs> well, depending on who is playing 47, like, he's supposed to only kill his target. <sighs> okay, would you want this choice? <laughs> I mean, the worst thing he's going to do, you know, is kind of, you know, uh, knock you out and put you in a cupboard. Yes, that's the worst he's going to do. He doesn't have a history of killing people. Um, okay, just because I would... Mind you, Jack's a... Because if I scorn Jack, I'm doomed as well. Okay, so here's what we do. I would do the porn with Agent 47 and Mario. Mm, okay. Because yeah. if I do as he says, he may not kill me. Yeah. And he's a more immediate threat than Handsome Jack, who I won't have met, and therefore I maybe have time to run and find a Vault Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I'll, I'll, I'll give that. The, there's no good option in those three. <laughs> Can we assume scorning is going to have no consequences? I have been up until you gave me Agent 47... And handsome Jack, the world's biggest freaking egomaniac, bleeding, maniacal overlord. <laughs> Fucker. Um Okay, fine. So let's let's I'm hoping you get a really hard one. <laughs> <laughs> so you oh, hang on, you have got Water Sports with Pac-Man. <laughs> Oh, yeah. You have got Humiliation from Duke Nukem. Which I feel is just like very much his character archetype. Yeah. Or you have doing one year of OnlyFans is my guy, like, personal premium porn Mm -hmm. with Ant Man. 
Okay, they're, they're not too bad. However, I'm going to modify that slightly and say that it needs to be the Hank Pym Hankman. Okay. As in the movie, I Hank Pym Hankman. Old man Ant-Man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, old Ant-Man. But he still has his suit, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, that... Right, so water sport with Pac-Man, how does that work? Waka, 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 waka. Where is it coming from? <laughs> That's the trick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm confused with water sport with Pac-Man. Uh, let's come back to that. Okay. Management of Duke Nukem. Like, uh, it's You're okay. on the receiving end. Yeah. Yeah, that 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 just sounds like a thing that he does to everyone anyway. It's so true. I, I, I'm, this I'm is not, very true. You know, it's gonna be a thing that he does when he when he has sex. So that's just like having normal sex with Duke Duke. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, quote quote unquote normal sex. Like one year of OnlyFans with Hank Pym. Like that sounds like something. That will have actually quite a lot of variety, if you you get me. Uh, with his suit, he can do a lot of things. This is true, but he could also Thanos Anus you. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah. let's not have that be a thing. It's just like, mm, yeah. <laughs> just the moment anyone says Ant-Man to me now, it's just like, that is ruined forever for me, because that's the first thing I think of. The Atman suit kind of malfunctions a lot as well, doesn't it? <laughs> the problem is if it malfunctions in the other way when you're riding him. Yeah. You don't get big when you're not intending it to. Um, okay, then. <laughs> or do. It depends on your preferences. <laughs> the thing is, one year of OnlyFans kind of implies commitment anyway. Mm-hmm. So if I even if I say horn, it kind of becomes porn anyway. Fair enough. <laughs> so is that what you're choosing for your porn? Doesn't it? Yeah, I will okay. do that. Humiliation with Duke Nukem. Not really that keen. But um, the alternative is water sports with Pac-Man. Yeah, I God knows where that piss is coming from. So <laughs> I'll scorn that. <laughs> So there, that's my answer. So your one-off was Duke Nukem? Yeah. Okay. Okay. So we have... I think we have time for one more. So shall we do a joint one? Okay, yeah. So you could say... It's time! <laughs> so we're both getting the same options here, and we're seeing what we would do each. Yes? Yeah. Okay. So, first option is device-based CBT with Captain Price from Modern Warfare. Okay. Which, again, well, I was going to say he doesn't strike me as a type, but then I thought through the Modern Warfare storyline, no, actually, yeah, he does. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, do you want to right, pick the I, next one? I pick the second one, yeah. Okay. It's an electro scene with, with Pig Daddy from Bioshock. Oh, wow. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) I don't want to know where that drill's going. (laughs) Okay, and then third one, we will both roll. Because we have to roll separately because of the way it works. We will both roll and then decide the worst one of the two that we get. Okay. So I'll let you do yours first. So it's wax play with Doom Guy. Or Ooh, this is an interesting one. Muscle worship with Ditto. <laughs> okay. So which of those two are we choosing? <laughs> like if if your choice was just those two, what would you choose? Um Doom Guy probably, because you know, like, um Ditto is just gonna turn into me. For muscle worship? Well, Ditto turns into whatever in front of him. Oh, yeah, that's true. It. Yeah. Hmm, yeah, okay. So, okay, so our options are Waxplay with Doom Guy. What were the other two? 
because I see you writing them down. Yeah, so it was CBT with Captain Price and Electro with Big Daddy. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wax play with Doom Guy. Okay. Um, okay, so let's think about this logically. Yeah. Price doing CBT is going to be rough, but I think if I was in the mood to be a pain pick anyway, which does happen, yeah. I'd possibly be up for that and think he'd probably do that really well. If, if it's anything, he's skilled. Yeah. Electro Big from Big Daddy. Do, uh, like, you could go, like, ten ways. Uh, yeah, like that could either go really, really well or really, really, really bad. Uh, yeah. And remember that they're nearly always wet. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they are nearly always wet. Oh yeah. <laughs> or wax play with Doom Guy, which for me as a hairy guy, wax play is not the most fun in the world. Okay. I'm not completely opposed to that. Yes, but you're also a lot smoother than I am because of genetics, so... Yeah. Yeah. We cannot all be smooth, like, muscle-twinky men like certain people. (laughs) Hey. Some of us are hairy bears. Oh. I really don't... Okay, so let's go with porn being... The CBT from Price. Okay. Based on the fact that we think he would be good at it, and I would probably be in a pain big scenario if I'm even in that situation. Yeah, he's going to have a lot of gear to play with as well. Yeah. <laughs> and I, like, I can enjoy some uh, good pain big stuff. Let's say... You know, I'm going to ditch Big Daddy if it was me. See, I'm going to go the other way. I'm going to... Okay. If I was horny enough, Big Daddy... Because, you know, a bigger guy taking control, doing a bit of electro, yeah, he's in the suit, but sure. we'll just kind of skip over that little bit and <laughs> pray. <laughs> because wax and hair does not mix very well, and that's extra pain after the session that I don't want. <laughs> At least with the the electro play with the big daddy, it's going to be intense. But once the session is finished, the session is finished. Whereas if I do the wax play, I then have to try and like remove it from my body without ripping all of my hair out. Yeah, you can shave first. <laughs> I could, but nobody wants that. <laughs> well, I don't mind a trim, but if I shave, I'm going to end up looking like the Michelin Man, literally. Instead, <laughs> instead. <laughs> Okay. So who do you choose? Who is your because you've not said who your horn and your pawn is. You've said right. you'll score on Big oh, Daddy. Yeah, between 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 Price and Doom Guy. Mm-hmm. I think I'm gonna go the same way as you. I, I would go Price for pawn. And Doom Guy for your uh, horn. Yeah. I, I I think they're kind of both kind of on a similar level for me. But Fair I, enough. I, yeah, I would go with Price. <laughs> Fair enough. So that has been the game for the day. And the winner is the audience. Of course, you always win. (laughs) So if you have enjoyed this and you would have chosen differently to us, let us know because I would be really intrigued, especially with some of these, to see what people would choose. Yeah, especially if you're nasty one, like I will. Yeah, I want to know. Tell us why. I think. Yeah, tell us why. And I think this is going to be something that we come back to as well because we have a lot more names and scenarios in this list. And we'll keep adding to the list as well. Exactly. Like I think this is going to be a list that we keep using for different things. So, Mm -hmm. if they do want to let us know what they would choose, where can they find us, Chris? You can find us on uh, Twitter and Instagram at TPNJPodcast. And you can also, if you wish, leave us a voice note telling us what your choices would be at anchor.fm forward slash TBNJPodcast. Yep. 
Tell us a friend about us. If you like what you hear, leave us a comment, a review on all the podcast platforms. Yes, it really does help us out and we really appreciate the feedback as well. But for this week, I have been Sai. I've been Chris. Thank you for listening and goodbye. Bye. This episode was edited by TBNJ Chris. Our soundboard comprises royalty-free audio. The opening and ending music is Quarter Conundrum by DOAK. Thank you for listening to T-Bass and Joysticks. <laughs>